You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey's floater. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. This is the post draft edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule. Wherever you are, wherever you may be, to listen to the podcast, we greatly appreciate it. Um, a lot to get into today, man. Uh, the Hawks had, well, the draft was yesterday. We all saw it. We all were there. And we're just going to kind of discuss that. We're going to kind of discuss the ins and out. Uh, I'm going to read some fan reaction to kind of gaze uh, how the fans seem to be uh, taking in uh, what happened. But first and foremost, let me get rid of some of this housekeeping. Uh, a big part of what we do is on social media. So make sure you are following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz. You can find us at at Hawks Beat. That is our uh, name for Instagram, Twitter, and all that jazz. Just search the Hawks Beat and you can find us. We also want you to connect with us on our social. I mean, not our social media. I'm repeating myself <laughs> on our um Podcast, yeah, wherever you get your podcast for the free ski, uh, you can get down with us, get down with the get down, you know, Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod, however you want to get down with us, that's uh, you can get down with us. We love for you to subscribe and give us a five star rating. You guys know the drill. Um, we are presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network, and we are excited to be a part of the network. And uh, they do good work over there. Check out the website, Soaring Down South, and our website, thehawksbeat.com, for more. All right. We got that out the way now, right? That didn't hurt. 
All right, guys, so let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. Uh, we're not going to waste any time. We are going to uh, just jump right in. Uh, the Hawks selected two picks last night. Um, they selected A.J. Griffin at 16. They selected Tyrese Martin at 51. Um, second round, the only movement that was uh, that the Hawks did last night is they sold their 44th pick. And in essence, just moved down from 44 to 51. Uh, they sold the pick, and that's kind of a move that just puts some money in your owner's pocket. And they get a player at 51 instead of 44. It's a, a move that I don't necessarily like or agree with. But, hey, I'm not the GM. I'm not the one pulling the trigger. But that's what they did. Uh, they got some loot. And they got Tyrese Martin at 51. So um, that's kind of what that is. Who is A.J. Griffin, you may be asking. And you know what? A lot of y'all just don't even care because a lot of y'all folks were, were like, well, it don't matter who he is because he's about to be stuck in G League purgatory. <laughs> and listen, we're going to get to that. I'm going to read some of your fan reactions to uh, see how you guys are feeling. But AJ Griffin's a pretty solid player. Um, he is the son of Adrian Griffin, who played in the league. Um, he played 39 games at Duke, averaged 10 points. He's a 6'6 wing kind of a, a two or three um he's dealt with some injuries in the past but um hawks gm laundry field said that you know they're okay with the medical history he said the doctors checked him out and they're okay with that um as far as laundry fields is concerned the hawks gm um i do have two sound clips from him uh he met late last night after the draft with the media so i got two clips that um that are of value. So you're going to stick you want to you're going to want to stick around to the pod to listen to what he has to say about the draft picks and about some of the rumors. Um but back to AJ Griffin. Um he is a uh he's a very good three-point shooter, man. He shot close to 45, a little under shade under 45%. Um there is some self-creation upside with him. Um he's a pretty good finisher, has nice size, nice body. Uh, and just, you know, he, he takes pride on the defensive end. He's not a defensive stopper, but, you know, he's not a he's not a turnstile. So for the value, I, I think that, you know, I, I think he's a good pick. You know, I think there's a there, I think this was a good draft. Um, a lot of value in this draft as far as guys who can come in and contribute. You guys heard if you listen to my last pod, you guys know I was high on the, uh, the Terry Eason kid. And he actually got drafted next. So we'll see how those careers end up. <laughs> I hope they both uh, do well, you know. But um, that's kind of what happened in the first round. And again, second round, Hawks sell their pick. And they move back. Uh, in essence, pretty much to put some money in the owner's pocket. And get Tyrese Martin. Now, Tyrese Martin is an older guy. He's, he's 23 years old. Um, played two years at Rhode Island. Played two years at UConn, 13 points, seven assists. I mean, seven rebounds. Um, pretty good free uh, three-point shooter in of himself. 43% from three. And he is kind of, you know, you you draft guys in the second round, they're going to have to make the team. Like, that's, that's kind of the difference between the first round and the second round. So, they're going to give him a shot. You know, they'll get out there in the summer league. And, uh, you know, he'll have a chance to make this team. And we'll just go from there. So um, that's pretty much what the draft was like. I think a lot of Hawks fans were expecting 
a little bit different. They were expecting a little bit more fireworks. But I will say this. And you guys know I'm always kind of the voice of reason. Uh, not to jump off the ledge. A lot of Hawks had their sights set on adding DeJounte Murray to the fold last night. And that's kind of what they're waiting for. Uh, and there was a lot of, what's the word I can, what's the word I can, I don't want to say disappointment, but uh, anticlimactic. I guess that's the word, anticlimactic. And uh, a lot of a lot of Hawks were waiting for things to happen, and there were some Hawks who who were okay with, with keeping John Collins in the fold, you know, and and that's cool too. So uh, I got up this morning, and I got on the Twitters again. If you're on Twitter, follow at Hawksbeat, and I was like, yo, let let me see, let me see how you guys are feeling. And I normally do fan uh, if you guys listen to to the pod during during the season. I normally do like fan feedback towards the end, but I wanted to do this in the beginning because I want to get a gauge of how the fans are reacting or how they're feeling. So uh, for my first guy, Donnell Suggs, Suggs writer on Twitter, um, he said, I'm not sure how the pick addresses a need for this team shooting question mark. This team needs more shooting. That's my guy Donnell. Hey man, I, I throw up my hands. You know what I'm saying? I you can I, I will say this though. You can never have too much shooting. And uh, you know, I, I think AJ's a good player. You know, I think he's a good player and, and you can never have too much shooting. I personally would have gone defense, but you guys know me. I'm old school. You know, I, I've been wanting to go defense for the last several drafts, so that's kind of what that is. Um Mitchell Andrews on Twitter. Uh, said underwhelmed that John Collins didn't get traded, ready for him to go. But the kid AJ seems like a good pick, but he never sees the floor. Not even in a, <laughs> not even in a pandemic. Tongue in cheek. Hey, thanks for checking this, checking in, man. And uh, hey, this is how they feel. This is how the fans are feeling. Uh, Joshua Fletcher on Twitter. He said, "I'm not too concerned with the fit. He's a mid-round w- rookie." Very few rookies are good. Hopefully, he'll be playable next year or the year after. Team improvement wasn't likely to happen in this draft. They would have had to give up too much for a rookie who could play this year. And that's a very good. That's a very good take by Mr. Fletcher. Like you're not going to get immediately better right now. Uh, these drafts nowadays, they're different. They're just different. You're not going to get a guy that's going to come in and start. Uh, a good majority of the time, especially when you're picking at 16, you know. So that's a very good take, man. That's a very good take. Um, let me read one more, one more. And this is just, you know, getting a feel of what the fans think. Um, Whisper 2000, Joshua Heyman on Twitter says, unnerved with this organization. <laughs> Hopefully free agency will be better. Hawks drafted G League players. And no matter how good Griffin develops this year, Nate will not play him. So it is a wash for me. I will say this in talking with Hawks fans on Twitter and and seeing their reactions. That seems to be the consensus Um, because of last year, because of the lack of playing time that Jalen Johnson and Sharif Cooper did not get. A lot of fans are very gun shy on these young guys coming in because they don't believe how good he is. He's not going to get no playing time. You know, that's just how they feel. And so a lot of them are just very, well, it doesn't even matter because he's just going to be in College Park. And you know what? They're probably right. 
Like, he's probably going to spend a lot of time in College Park. And to be honest with you, he probably needs to. Like, he needs to have some development. I would I, I would say this. If you're looking for a glass half full type moment, I would say, you know, I wouldn't so much be worried about A.J. Griffin not getting playing time. I would kind of be more focused on maybe this is the time where you can see more Jalen Johnson. Right. So maybe Jalen Johnson gets more playing time and you'll see a little bit more of him, you know. And so maybe they're they're, they're the glass half full. OK, now maybe this year we see the rookie from last year and maybe it's kind of just like a year in a year behind. So next year, maybe A.J. Griffin comes in and he, he's able to contribute more. So maybe this is the opportunity that we see more Jalen Johnson. I have a I have a theory on that, but. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. So don't be, be too down on the draft pick. He's a good kid. I did have some sound from AJ, but I'm going to be honest with y'all. It wasn't good. Like the interview wasn't good. Like he met with the media and the kid was just so excited. He's so excited. He was so young. You know, he's so young. And but the interview wasn't good. Like, you know, folks asking him questions and, you know, he's just I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy to be here. He's Somebody asked him, what about your game? Like translate to the next league. He's like, man, I'm just happy to be here. I just want to be with the teammates. You know, just a lot of that coach speak type stuff. So it, I, it wasn't good. It wasn't good sound bites. And I'm going to be I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm not going to give y'all nothing that I wouldn't want to hear. And this wasn't good. But I think he's a great kid. I think he's a great kid. So take that with a grain of salt. Um, roster talk. Roster talk. Let's um, let's do this. Let's take a brief pause and let me get one of my sponsors in here uh, for a brief commercial break. And on the other on the other side, we are going to talk a little roster talk. We're going to talk free agency, and I got some sound from Hawks GM Landry Fields uh, post draft. So keep it locked. You're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man E Dub. We will be right back. All right, we are back. All right, so before we get into the roster, let me just go ahead and just reiterate what the roster looks like right now. Like what is under uh, guys under contract. So we'll just we'll just talk about the guys under contract. And right now, the guys under contract, you pretty much got your starters, right? All your starters are under contract. Trey, Herder, uh, uh, DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, uh, Clint Capella. All of those guys are under contract, right? Um, Kevin Herter, um, you got Chandy Brown, the two-way guy who's still under contract. Gallo still effectively under contract. Okongwu and Jalen Johnson, right? And so here's the thing. A lot of people, and then you got the two-way guys, which is they'll probably bring Sharif back as a two-way. two-way. And Tyrese Martin, if he can make the team, then he'll probably be a two-way if somebody else doesn't beat him out. So here's the thing. Free agency doesn't officially start until the 30th. So for those of you who are upset that John Collins didn't get moved or the Hawks didn't make any moves, like technically, like you've got another week of this, right? So like, you know, don't, you know, don't get down in the dumps that nothing has happened. I will want to, I do want to point out something though, as far as the roster is concerned. And I mentioned that there is a possibility that you might see a little bit more of Jalen Johnson this year for those who want to see Jalen Johnson. So we all know that John Collins has been uh, rumored to be on the list. So my thing is this, if John Collins gets moved and I'm not even going to give you a percentage on if he gets moved or if he doesn't get moved, 
um, you technically you don't have to move them. Like you don't have to move him. You don't have to. Um, I see both sides of the nickel. If you decide not to move him, I think that'll be fine. If you move him, I think that'll be fine. I think. Um, but one thing is clear that there needs to be a shakeup. There needs to be a shakeup, and I think Hawks front office acknowledges that. So here's my thought. John Collins is probably 50-50 on if you move him or not. Gallo, I'm pretty sure that Gallo's out the door. I'm pretty sure that Gallo's out the door. So if you move Gallo, then who's your backup? Who's your backup power forward? You circle Jalen Johnson. He's your backup power forward. If you move John Collins... Then what do you do with with with, with uh, Jalen Johnson? Do you bring in another vet? And even if you move him, chances are you're still gonna move Gallo. In which case, Jalen Johnson is pretty much still gonna move up on the depth chart. I doubt he's gonna be starting, but at the very least, I see Jalen as your backup for next year. I I don't see anyone on. There's nobody on this roster right now that's gonna replace him. If you bring in another power forward, and I think they see him as a big. I think they see him as a as a big. Um, if you bring in another four, I don't think you're going to bring in another guy just to play behind John when you got Jalen there. So, you know, just trying to offer a little bit of of perspective. I think that this is the year that you see a little bit more of Jalen and maybe we see a little bit more of AJ next year. Who knows? Who knows? But we'll see. Uh, but free agency doesn't officially start until June 30th. Although all the deals <laughs> usually happen before then <laughs> uh, under the table, right? But here's what we do know. Here's what we do know. We do know Jeremy Grant is in Portland. We do know that the, the smoke with Gobert and Aiton is not as smoky. Uh, I, I would almost venture to say that it's not even likely. We know that the conversation with DeJounte Murray um, I haven't said anything. I haven't heard or read anything about that move being dead in the water. So I guess you kind of got to put a pause on that when you're looking at updating these statuses. Um, last I heard with the Collins and the deal to the Kings, uh, the report that I read is that the Hawks were very underwhelmed. And that's fine because, listen, I like John Collins. I don't want to send him to Sacramento. Like, <laughs> Sacramento was just in Sacramento, right? Like, what do they know? Like, nah, man, they're not finna do that. So that is the update on free agency. Um, you still some time left. I, I, I think that the Hawks are kind of, I'm not going to say the clock is ticking and they're running out of, you know, places because guys are going places. But, hey, um. I don't know, man. I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see. You're just going to play the patient game when it comes to free agency. And, I mean, at the end of the day, if the Hawks do decide to keep John Collins, like, it's not the worst thing in the world. Like, John is a very good basketball player. And if they find another means to get some more help and they're able to keep John Collins, listen, that is a win. That is a win. Because, truth be told, you move John Collins, your chances are you're not going to get the same value in return. That's just the reality. Like, it's very hard to get that same value. Um, if you were to do a DeJounte Murray deal, I think that would be as close as getting value for John Collins. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Plenty of time left. Plenty of time left. Um, I want to play some sound from um, the Laundry Fields interview. Um, he spoke with the media last night after the draft 
And let me get this queued up for you guys. Um, I just have two sound clips that I think is important. Um, I'll start with the one where he talked about development. He talked about um, AJ playing and his development because, you know, the question was, and I was going to ask the question, um, Chris beat me to it. He was like, look, you know, is this guy going to play? You know, in essence, you know, what is the plan for developing him? And so here is Landry's Mr. Fields. I don't know what you call him, Landry Fields, Mr. GM, whatever. Here is his response to that question. Years old, do you see him making an impact next season, or what is the plan for him? We'll see. You know, he's, yeah, you're right. He's definitely young. Um, he's got he a great physical body. You know, he can definitely shoot the ball, and he takes pride on the defensive end. So um, we'll see. Right now, for where we have him at, he's still got some some development to, to do, as most rookies do. And uh, we'll bring him along slowly. So we'll see you in time. So basically, yeah, <laughs> he could be in that G League, brother. And there's nothing wrong with that. Again, like he needs to he needs to be developed like he's not ready, guys. Like you can't just be like, OK, we got him at 16, throw him out there. He's not ready. Like and if you have a, a development system, you got to develop him. So like I don't I'm not going to bust his balls on that. Like he needs to be developed. He's a young guy. He's only played 39 games at Duke. Like, yeah, he needs to be developed more. So, yeah, I kind of agree with his, with his sentiment there. Um, next one was the question about John Collins. The first, the first question they asked about, one of the reporters asked about uh, making trades and how close were they to making trades. And let me tell you something. Laundry Fields, he Euro-stepped that bad boy. He didn't, answer, he didn't touch that question with a 10-feet pole. He's like, well, look. We're making calls. They're making calls. This is our job. You know, that type of thing, right? And then Chris, Chris Kirshner of The Athletic, he asked specifically about John Collins, and this is what Landry Fields had to say. Stan with John, do you guys view him as a long-term piece for you guys moving forward? Yeah, I mean, we have under contract for a long time. He's been a great player for us. He's done great things for us. So, you know, we're, we're excited about John Collins, you know, like right now, I'm sure as everyone has alluded to, you know, you take phone calls, you make phone calls, it's just part of our job. We've been mandated to get better and we want to get better. So it's kind of what I mentioned before, for sure. So in other words, none of your business. <laughs> Listen, man, he not, I, I don't, I understand Chris had to ask the question. He had to ask the question. But he had to know he wasn't going to get nothing out of that. He had to know he wasn't going to get nothing out of that. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, we love John Collins until we don't love him. That's the state of the that's 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 the game. You know, anybody that knows me in real life knows my favorite saying game is the game, man. You know what I'm saying? Game is going to be it's always going to be the game. So uh, that was uh, Laundry Fields on John Collins and the development of A.J. Griffin. So uh, we can kind of prepare to see A.J. in in. in um, in summer league, I, I think that he is good to go for summer league. And uh, if you are near the College Park area, go out and come see the College Park Skyhawks, man. That's a good product. I'll be covering them again this year. So, you know, go check out some of their games and see the Hawks' first round pick, you know, because chances are that's where he'll be. <laughs> um, final thoughts on a draft night. Um, I think that the Hawks got a, they got a decent player. Uh, again, I would I was kind of all in on the Eason kid, but hey, you know what do I know? You know I could be wrong, and it, it is what it is. I I, I think that they got uh, a solid guy. I don't know much about Tyrese Martin to be honest with you, 
But, you know, second rounders, uh, some of them guys, he, he, if, if Martin wants to make this team, uh, there's certainly opportunity. But uh, he's going to have to come in here with a chip on his shoulder and, and, and really ball out in summer league, you know. And that's what that is as far as free agency is concerned. Um, because I'm not all in like you guys in from the fan and emotional element. I'm kind of cool with being patient and seeing how this thing plays out. But I understand if you're not and you're kind of on pins and needles. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Some of y'all are <laughs> kind of feeling the way. And it's going to be all right, man. I'm telling you, they're going to make some moves and they're going to get this thing turned around. So at any rate, thank you guys for checking out the Hawksbeat podcast. It's been your man E-Dub taking you on this journey. And like we always say, for the regular, say it with me. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him, get to know him, show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.